spokespersons and administrators. It may come as a shock to some of you to hear that I am not who you think I am. In my service to the League of Ultimate Questing, I took on the task of assisting Isago Shigure. However, this was not my primary goal. My true purpose was to keep an eye on Zenith and the League through the lens of someone without power, without agency, and more importantly, to take stock of this administration. It may outrage you to hear this. Many of you may be inclined to cry foul, throwing around words like espionage, even sabotage. But understand, these were not my intent. In any case, I wonder if it's espionage if you're spying on your own organization. I apologize for my deception, but it was essential to see with eyes unclouded and to speak with a voice unheard to find the truths that many of you would have hidden from me. And oh, what truths I have discovered. The League was built upon a system of checks and balances, and I am blessed to have had no need of my greatest tools. That changes today. As of this moment, all members of this administration are under inquiry of the Silver Citadel. May responsibility be brought to bear and the greater justice be served. And rest assured, I will be no exception. In the course of this investigation, authority will fall upon the shoulders of those members whose judgment has already been rendered. At the moment, only a single member of this administration has been subject to inquiry. I hope you will grant him the respect he deserves, and I hope he will behave in a manner befitting an entity of his station. Sensei? Please, forgive my change in appearance. It would seem that inquiry deemed me unworthy of my draconic heritage. I therefore stand before you once again, humble, singular, and mortal. A member of the very people many of you have dedicated your life to exploiting. Don't worry. I found inquiry to be fair and reasonable. I wonder, though, how you will find her. Who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective.
There, huddled in the midst of the spiritual gore, is the incarnation of the beginning. Adonai, the divine. Adonai, the savior. Adonai of the beginning wipes the black blood of souls from his quivering lips, a taste which neither God nor mortal was ever meant to savor. His pristine ebon flesh glistens like honey in the light of the rent as he rises from his pit to tower over you. A wet cracking can be heard, echoing amidst the rafters and the pilasters of the all-church as wings begin to sprout from his back. Yet neither feather nor membrane unfurl. Instead, the myriad arms of the devoured extend in divine exultation as Adonai of the beginning takes flight. The Gnostic weeps as his God and true love takes his hands into his own. Black eyes like the void between galaxies stare into the face of the terrified pontiff, but love in all its splendor drains away as horror settles in. There is nothing in the eyes of God. Nothing. The Gnostic screams, struggling to wrest his arms free from the grip of Adonai, but he is a child, wrists cracking under the strength of an unloving father. And as the mouth of God splits into a gaping maw of two human flesh, the Gnostic can only beg forgiveness. Jaws clench, the body falls limp, headless. The grind and pop of skull and brain, an all-too-familiar choir, radiates throughout the nave. Roll initiative. I feel like that didn't go how the pontiff thought it was going to. <laughs> Fuck that guy. There are going to be some interesting rules at play here. As I mentioned before, you are in a place of entropy. As such, magic begins to lose its potency. All spell slots that are expended can never be recovered. In addition, any use of a magic item, that is to say, receiving damage against magical armor, using a charge, or even striking with a weapon, incurs a point of entropy. At three points of entropy, your magic items will be destroyed. Absolutely and irrevocably. Okay, as we begin the initiative, it is important to note, you, as the Fallow Crown, have the use of legendary abilities. Granted to you by the cartographer. Yo! They are as follows. Target creature moves to the edge of the map in one of the cardinal directions. That is to say north, south, east, or west. They move to the extreme. You cannot half move them. So we move someone else or we move ourselves? You as a group can decide to move any one creature that is not Adonai to the extremes of the map. Okay. Two, you can move an ally up or down one step on the initiative tracker. Finally, target ally takes a short rest. Whoa. Mm. However, there is a consequence. After nine of these legendary actions are used, the power of entropy will affect the cartographer. And his fate may well be tied to your own. All right. In the initiative order, we have first Gaspar at 20, second Adonai at 17, followed shortly thereafter by Iavos, also at 17, followed by Nelly at 14, and then Wuxia right on her heels at 14, the cartographer at 13, and Hal, who was apparently picking his nose, <laughs> at 3. At the top of the initiative, we have Gaspar. You've clearly lost yourself. It's time to ground you again. Gaspar is going to consume one of his soul trinkets mm. and become a ghost. Ooh. I'm once more 
incorporeal. As you do, your connection to the ether begins to slip, and you realize you'll never be able to create that one ever again. It was all for this. I will then begin loading rationality and preparing an action to fire very soon. The trigger is, when Krom flies out of my shadow, <laughs> harasses Adonai, and I guess I should just head on to that. So that's the end of my turn. That's my bonus action. I'm staying right here. <laughs> sure. Action is to prepare. At which point, Krom begins to charge, hovering up into the air. My crossbow is not aimed at Adonai. It is aimed at Krom. He is my ghost laser targeted sight. <laughs> there to harass Adonai, circling around. Krom will take the help action. Okay. And somewhere in that melee, I will fire towards Krom's head. That does not exist. Sure. It will whiz by and hopefully strike Adonai. <laughs> somewhere crucial. Okay. Lay it down, sir. That is going to be a 32 to hit. That will definitely hit. I love the clatter of the D6s. <laughs> that is going to be 56 points of damage. Beautiful, sir. Damn. And I did say that I wanted to ground Adonai once more. Is it a possibility for me to aim maybe towards the base of these hand wings? It is, in fact. But I should let you know that if you opt to attack the wings, you can destroy them. However, it will not deal damage to Adonai. Mm. Yeah, but I'm really scared of what these wings can do. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I got to put respect on these wings. <laughs> Absolutely fair. The wings take 56 points of damage. As you strike at the shoulder where the wings first begin to emerge, you realize they are the flesh of beings not unlike you, mortals. As the flesh tears and the bones crack, you realize he can be felled, but not quite yet. I dare say it might be worth using one legendary action point to move me up ahead of Adonai for a very specific reason. I like it. I not am not that. opposed to that. I take it that means legendary action time? You choose to move yourself up on the initiative? Yes. Excellent. Adonai will take his legendary action in the form of profane divinity. Each creature within 120 feet must make a DC 20 wisdom save or become frightened and a DC 20 charisma save or become charmed. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. That's why I wanted to go first. <laughs> well, it's a legendary. Action. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I just say like, this is exactly what I was planning for. <laughs> uh, anyone within 10 feet of me cannot be frightened. Okay. Oh, cool. What did everybody get? 24 for the wisdom. Success. And natural 20 for a 28. Sorry. That is a success. I got a 22 on the wisdom total, plus whatever bonus Hal is giving me. And I rolled a 7 on the die for charisma, so I'm pretty sure I don't pass that one. You have become charmed by Adonai. Great. Rules as usual. Wonderful. I rolled 15 on the wisdom save. Mm, that is a failure. Yeah. But you're immune to fright, yes? Yes, I am immune to being frightened. So you pass that? Right. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> and on my charisma save, nine. Oh, that is a failure. You are not immune to being charmed yeah. and as such are enthralled by the beauty of Adonai. Nelly, you automatically succeed your fright check due to being within 10 feet of Hal, but how'd you do on the charm, being that you're no longer Fey? 
That's good because, oh yeah, shit, I'm not. <laughs> uh, that's good because my wisdom safe was a nine, Ooh. but my charisma safe was a 32. I appreciate everybody rolling the wisdoms anyway, regardless of their uh, proximity. Uh, I actually didn't do great on the wisdom save despite my bonus because the first one I rolled was the lowest of the two, uh, which gave me a 15. That'll not do it. But thanks to Hal's aura, I actually got a dirty 20 on my charisma save. That'll do it. And charisma is not a good save on Iavos. You passed. Hooray. Thank you, Hal. (laughs) I I owe you for both of those successes. (laughs) Excellent. Break me out of my charm and we'll call it even. (laughs) Which moves us up in the initiative. The initiative no longer says gain witch. What? Now, it now spells John Witch. <laughs> Hi, I'm John Witch. <laughs> it's it's really just a bad spelling of John Wick. Iavos invoking some of the team's legendary action powers to move his initiative up so that he goes before the actual turn of Adonai is going to use a second level spell slot in preparation for exactly the kind of thing that just happened. <laughs> I'm going to cast Bless <laughs> on the party. Hell yeah. As I take one of my beloved second level spell slots, crumple it up and throw it right in the toilet for all time. Y'all are blessed. And then using my bonus action, my eyes filled with the color of dreams and prismatic light lock eyes with the empty blackness of the first gods. I vow here that you will be unmade. And I hurl the plowshare off of my back, which catches in midair using an 8th level spell slot. (laughs) I cast Spiritual Weapon as the Skeptic's Rune illuminates. I like that. He stares at you with the eyes of a child or perhaps an animal. The plowshare soars out and its intent not to kill Adonai but to carve away the twisted scions he feeds on Mm. to cut them free. I like it. Oh, what's my spell attack bonus now? Okay. So a 34, thanks to Bless. And is definitely a hit. <laughs> and the skeptic's crest deals one point of soul damage, if that matters. Eight, 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 six. Holy Woo! fucking shit. Uh plus my wisdom. So that is 36 points of force damage to the scion wings. Mm. We winged him. The wings are near tatters, but Adonai seems unaffected. I will take one five-foot step to the side to get between this god and my daughter. Okay. That brings us to Adonai's turn, but first, a legendary action. Instead of doing the next in line, because he can't, he will not use earth to earth. He will use ashes to ashes, manifesting a random level nine spell choice oh oh no reincarnate no what's a <laughs> Ooh, tr- <laughs> true, true resurrection, resurrection. Yeah, yeah 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 that is a one on the die which is foresight which he will cast on himself Ooh, that's what a good one that do a lot of buffs oh for the duration he can't be surprised and has advantage on attack rolls ability checks and saving throws and other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target great it can be dispelled does that require concentration it does not. And when he does that, does he count as casting a spell? Like, could it be counterspelled? It is a spell. Okay. That's a ninth level spell, y'all. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> and let me tell you, his spellcasting ability is pretty fierce. 
Really? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I am not going to permanently burn my one ninth level spell slot. (laughs) But I will burn a third level one to roll on a counter spell for this. Go right ahead. That'll be DC 19. 13. That will not do it. He gives himself the gift of foresight, seeing into the future and anticipating your moves. He has advantage on his attacks, saving throws and ability checks, and you have disadvantage to attack him. Wieners. So, that brings us to Adonai's turn. He surges forward, ignoring Krom. That's going to provoke an attack of opportunity from Gaspar's Krom. Yes. And it's also going to provoke an attack of opportunity from Hal as he goes into range of your halberd and begins to attack Iavos and the cartographer. Y'all have disadvantage, but you also have bless. Oh, I'm charmed. Can I attack him? No, you can't. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought only Wisha was charmed. So instead of doing a natural 20, I do get a 26. That'll hit. And that is going to do, oh God, 15 points of necrotic damage. Necrotic damage is completely ignored as it seems to just be absorbed into his body. I had a fear. Now that he is standing near his targets, he is going to attack with advantage. Oh my fucking God. To be fair, he don't need advantage to hit (laughs) Iavos. He is, however, not going to immediately start by attacking Iavos. Instead, he will use Hand of God to attack the cartographer with a success and another success. He is going to deal... A total of 24 damage twice to the cartographer in the form of magical bludgeoning damage. Then, because he hits with both, he automatically engages in a grapple, at which point he will use his third attack for blasphemous hunger. Uh Uh-oh. That's a two and a three on the die, plus 16. (laughs) But the cartographer is very hard to hit. And so he, in fact, misses blasphemous hunger as the jaw unhinges and he moves down to bite off his head. The cartographer only barely moves out of the way, seeming unable to overpower or even so much as jostle Adonai's hands. Let's hear it for Cardi B. Stands for cartographer boy. (laughs) (laughs) However, he still has two remaining attacks in the form of vile wing, which he will use on Iavos. Oh, man. That is a 19 on the die. And a 16 on the die, uh, both of which get 16 on top of them. Yeah. I'm guessing that's a hit. I could cast shield 10 times and it wouldn't help. <laughs> Sorry about that. You take 24 damage twice, and on both of them, I need you to make me a DC 20 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Okay. When the first attack hits Iavos, I can't attack Adonai hmm. because I'm charmed by him, but I can still protect Iavos, and I'd like to use my aura of the guardian ability to absorb the first 24 damage that Iavos takes to Hal instead. Sounds fantastic. You will have to make two strength saving throws. I will. Well, I already failed the first one, so no need to worry about the second one. <laughs> what? Ah, beautiful. As he comes down with the right wing, Halifon deftly steps in front and parries it with his halberd, but he's not able to do anything about the second as it collides with you, dropping you to the ground. The impact is like being hit by the earth itself. He's using God Judo. Mm-hmm. He is going to use his Divine Host ability, which is a bonus action, to manifest a level nine 
spiritual weapon. A black void manifests itself between Wuxia, Nelly, and Alaphon. And it strikes at Nelly, who had the audacity to stop the act of God. But I didn't. (laughs) 29? Yeah, that's slightly over. (laughs) That's going to be 21 damage coming at you. And that is soul damage. (laughs) Oofa doofa. The spiritual weapons are not to be effed with. Apparently. So, that brings us to the end of Adonai's turn. And if there's no legendary actions on your part, that makes it Nelly's turn. The sailor drowned and raised from death time and time again. In borrowed flesh he took no rest or respite from his pain. Mm. Wusha, go ahead and take a bardic inspiration. (gasps) Thank you. And then with my action, I'm going to use a level 8 spell slot to cast Holy Aura. Mm -hmm. Are either of these baddies fiends or undead? No. Okay, so then the relevant part is that allies within 30 feet of me have advantage on all saving throws and other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against them. It's a concentration spell. Mm. So that neutralizes his uh, advantage. Yeah, which is helpful. That ends my turn. Excellent. At the end of your turn, he will use earth to earth. He raises his hand and points at your laurel. Uh Uh-oh. Does a 23 hit your AC? Yes. Your laurel is destroyed, losing all of its effects and benefits. (sighs) Oh, barf. Oh, man. You feel a profound sense of loss as a piece of what tied you to your plane is obliterated. She moves her hands to hold her lyre behind her back. That makes it Usha's turn. Usha is nervous. Charmed by this thing, it's not a reverence that he looks at it with. It is an understanding that for the truest time ever in his existence, he is out of his fucking depth. (laughs) That's a good good little grind there. (laughs) Leaning down and placing a hand on the ground, he's going to whisper to the only thing that has kept him propped up throughout his entire life. I sure am far from the waves, but I think they can come to me one last time. The ground there grows wet and briny as a single braided rope of kelp flops up to life. Wuxia is going to spend a fourth level spell slot Mm. forever to cast Grasping Vine, which currently does nothing. (laughs) What is it supposed to do? (laughs) It's a cool spell. That does nothing. You conjure a vine that sprouts from the ground in an unoccupied space you can see of your choice within range, which is 30 feet. When you cast the spell, and furthermore on my turn as bonus actions, the vine lashes out at a creature within 30 feet of it that I can see. The creature must save a dexterity saving throw or be pulled 20 feet directly toward the vine. Hell yeah. And having brought this into existence here, Wuxia pulls his spear close to his chest and takes the dodge action. Very nice. All he has in him. Works for me. At the end of your turn, he uses a legendary action, unless y'all would like to use one first. Dust to dust. All creatures with levels in player classes within 100 feet of Adonai must succeed a DC 25 wisdom save. Jeez. Oh, come on, bless. Nice. Because of bless, 27. I got so close, 23. 
uh, 18 with Bless. Y'all remember your advantage? I got 25. 26. Those of you who failed will lose four levels of maximum HP. That includes your constitution modifier. Mm. That's not good. Y'all okay? Fuck. Do they also take that damage? No. It is simply a reduction of your maximum health points. On top of that, all of your proficiency bonuses are reduced by one. Fuck. Oh, jeepers. Great, I have to do so much math. Yeah. That makes it the cartographer's turn. Please, brother, you need not do this. Lay down your arms. Rest. He's going to raise the backstaff that he used to take the measure of the axis and visually bisect Adonai, as though the tower itself is manifested inside of him. Adonai gets a natural 20 on his save and takes half. Instead of taking 60, he takes 30. Wow. Good hit. Adonai begins to bleed profusely that same black blood of the soul. And that makes it Halifon's turn. All right. I'm charmed. I can't attack. Hal is going to move farther away from the party. With my action, I will match his hand wings with the bladed wings of my celestial aspect as I activate that ability. No one's within 10 feet of me to become frightened, and I'm just going to assume that God can't be frightened. Would <laughs> that be immune. accurate? He is immune to frighten. Okay, I suspected, but I, you know, figured I'd check. With my bonus action, I would like to cast a spell. Spirit Shroud. Mm. It's a third level spell. Put a sheet on him. It probably won't matter very much, but around how the souls of... Ethel-Toan warriors and legends begin to manifest as he brings forth an army of the League in spirit. Excellent. I'd also, since it's the end of the round and we've spent no glory, to take an additional bonus action to click my little magical heels together and activate my boots. I love it. At the end of your turn, you're allowed to roll against the charm. All right. Uh, what's the DC of this? 20. Okay. This is, this is a succeedable save for me. A natural 20. Hey! That's what we like to see. Thanks, advantage. The charm ends, and you see him as what he is, a profane blasphemy worthy of divine smite. Awesome. He and I both take 10 points of radiant damage at the end of my turn. Hey there. I like that. This concludes my turn. Beautiful. That brings us back to the top of the initiative with Gaspar. This thing just has such a wide and open back. (laughs) It calls to me. <laughs> I, too, hover up into the air just to get closer to the nape. Make attack on this titan. Attack on this titan. Let me just review my options real quick just to make sure I don't miss anything. Break away exacto knives. So, Adonai has turned his back towards Gaspar and Krom. We will both then once again synchronize our actions, but this time for me to get into melee range. And slash at these wings. I'm just going to move further away from Hal because I know what happens. Mm-hmm. There are now two ghosts harrowing the top side of Adonai. <laughs> top side. And may I make my attack? Absolutely. Slashing. Uh, this time with poise. You are adjacent to your ally. Well, you're adjacent with it to your ally. So I believe that means you don't get disadvantage. The help action cancels the... Um... So I, ha- I now, I'm going to slash with advantage disadvantage which cancel each other out but i do have adjacent teammates which gives me sneak attack i like it 
That is going to be a 23 to attack. That is not going to hit him. You get a d4 from Bless. <gasps> that is correct. Thank you. That is going to be a 25. That hits, my man. Pop the Bless. Are you attacking him or his wings? The wings once more. Excellent. That, based on what I know of your ability, that will be enough to sever the wings. As you draw your blades across the wings, they fall in tatters, and he crashes to the ground. Oh, shit. Good thing, too. He was about to use the ability his wings gets him. Oh, mm. Fuck this guy. You've been winged. <laughs> as the god falls to the ground, you see him as so many had before. Simply a man carrying a soul that never belonged to him. is grounded like a pouty team without his supper and the crown is ready to go in for the kill. Never in all my years have I seen an opponent with this level of power. To unmake the skills and vitality of a legendary adventurer is a remarkable feat of villainy. You think that's bad? Think about the poor bastards out there updating their character sheets. Yes, of course. How foolish of me to suggest that the dissolution of one's experiences and life force could possibly compare to the bureaucratic paper cut of updating a character sheet. I mean, when you put it like that... In truth, we have no idea what this being is capable of. Well, the doy, he's a god. All-powerful sort of the job description. Oh, Adonai is no god. How do you figure that? You said it yourself, he's out there unmaking people. In case him chopping up souls wasn't clue enough. Sarge, God is a comfortable word for an uncomfortable concept. Gods are abstract beyond comprehension, and while they may be powerful, that power derives from what they are. Adonai, Adonai is an abomination, an affront to the fabric of the real, the essence of a long-dead god thrust into the breast of a weak, callow mortal and left to rot, cursed to take sacrament from the anguished souls of the sick and maddened. Gods are perfect, luminous, and infallible. This poor child is the purest expression of the failure of man. for you, it's time for my break. All this torturing can work up quite an appetite. But with my busy schedule, I don't have time for regular shopping or meal prep. That's why I'm glad I use Factor. Fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted meals ready in two minutes and delivered straight to my door. 35 weekly options and over 60 add-ons to keep things interesting. You, you're a thin one. You'd probably like their calorie-smart options. Me, I'm building muscle, so I love their protein plus options. <laughs> yes, you're right. The scheduling flexibility is amazing. If I want to change for as much or as little as I need week to week, it's fast premium options with no cooking required. <laughs> of course I have a deal for you. Head to factormeals.com slash the league 50 and use code THELEAGUE50 to get 50% off. 
That's code the League 50 at factormeals.com slash the League 50 to get 50% off. A deal that can't be beat. And speaking of being beaten, it's time to get back to work. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal feminist perspective. Check out new episodes Mondays and Fridays for a wide variety of topics and news episodes. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Rage on. Hey folks, uh, welcome back to another special episode of Get Her Dungeon, where we are finishing our private tour of the Halls of Relocation, owned by my old pal, Baron Rathbone. Now, uh, this is one heck of an anti-chamber. Would you tell me about some of the artwork that we're looking at here, Baron? This tapestry depicts what priests of Temetan call the Great Relinquishing, showing the world's end as the threads of reality are released at last, and unwind into pure chaos, painted in 351 A.S., Ah, beautiful. And this floor rug is woven with the runes. Tell a tale of the last eclipse. As the great moon barrier collapses, ushering in the endless darkness that will unite that which dwells below to rise up and conquer the above. Woven in 1510 AS. I'm seeing kind of an end of the world theme here. I love it. But I gotta ask. Ah, you want to know about the chandelier of bones? Nah, guilty as charged. It is constructed from the remains of an ancient primordial beast, now extinct. It is said to have once helped clothe the population of humanity, keeping them from overpopulating and destroying themselves. Let's proceed down this corridor. I gotta tell you, Baron, I'm a big fan of how unmarked the floors and ceiling are. Now, way too many times these kind of hallways are covered with imagery or embossments that just scream, there are traps here. Uh, whereas what we have here... Oh, boy! Oh, that was a close one. Yes, these corridors house many secret collapsing pits. Whoa, I can't even see the bottom of this bad boy. How deep does this puppy go? Well, Bone Rick, using a little dimensional magic, this pit technically doesn't have a bottom. It simply reverses the victim's descent and fires them back up again and repeats the process over and over until they reach terminal velocity and explode. Holy moly, oh, that's a mean one. And last but not least, Bone Rick, I want to show you the inside of the vault. I've been waiting all day for this. Oh, wow. Ah, it's huge. Oh, the tasteful shelving. It's very well organized. Clearly displays an importance of the relics herein. I'm particularly proud of my newest and most valuable acquisition, Monrick. I believe I will treasure it for a very long time. Oh, hey, uh, that's great. Uh, what, uh, well, what is it? Oh! Oh. Ah, well, folks, uh, when you're good, you're good. <laughs> I just got played like a deck of cards. Ah, but don't you worry about old Bonerick. I've gotten in and out of scarier crypts than this one. Ah, we all learned a valuable lesson here today. Yeah, but I'll be back next time for more Gitter Dungeon. Uh, exclusively on the Nexus Enterprise. Hey, all you cuties. The end is near. We're almost done with Season 2, and I'm guessing my commercial voice is the last thing you want to be hearing right now, so I'll cut to the point. To put things in perspective, as stated, we're wrapping up Season 2. With Season 1, Season 2, and many of our side projects combined, that's easily over 240 hours of content. 
That's like 130 full-length movies, 20 seasons of a TV show, and don't even get me started on how many TikToks. At least in duration. Now, this is audio and not cinema, but I think it helps to put some perspective on how much work we invest in this project that we love very dearly. And the real question I have to ask is, have you ever joined the Patreon? In all that time, how much is this entertainment worth to you? Now, I will never guilt someone for not having the means to be part of the LUQ Patreon. Part of the joy of making this kind of content is that it's available to everyone for free, and that's how it should be. But if you do have the means and you want to see the show keep being made, you've been on the fence for a long time, now is really the time to think about it. The current legendary teams are the Titans Rise, the Twilight Concord, the Ceaseless Horde, and this week's featured team, the Forgotten Legacy, with Chance and username Artie Taco. The email to reach us for ads and more is admin at slapdashstudios.com. The YouTube channel is Slapdash Studios for live streaming during the week, including Monday's new episodes hosted by Dana. And the address to send us stuff is 2511 Southeast Pine Street, Portland, Oregon, 97214. We hope you're ready for the finale of the season, the live game at Rose City Comic Con, and Dungeon City all around the corner. But that's enough out of me. Let's get you back to the battle axis. Dinner's ready. Sorry, it's just delivery. <laughs> you know I'm not much of a cook. That's okay. It smells good. Glad to hear it. All right, one for you and one for me. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. That's pretty good. Yeah, this bread rules. Yeah, I like the cheese. Uh, can I have some dipping sauce? Mmm. Here you go. D Dad? There's something I need to tell you. What's that? Uh, I'm... I'm not doing well in school. I'm failing a few of my classes, and I keep getting into trouble with some of the other kids, and they're talking about suspending me. I've been on thin ice for weeks now. I... I have something to tell you too, son. Your mom, she's... She's not visiting her parents. She she left us. She left me, and I wouldn't let her take you. She didn't care. She has a new life now. Her and Felipe. Our marriage died shortly after you were born. We've just been going through the motions in a loveless cycle for too long. I guess she just couldn't take it anymore. Napkin, please. Right. Here you go. Don't just bring a delicious dinner to your table. Bring some honesty to the family. Gratino Zarkana's Calzona Truth. I ain't lying. It's the bomb. It's the home of the mission. Call Gratino Zarkana. Yummy Calzone. It will make the truth. Come out your mouth just like you have. Adonai, scion of the beginning, falls to earth. And he stands like a universal constant, a monolith of death. That makes it Yavos' turn. Iavos, lying prone on the floor meekly makes his way to his feet, dusting himself off, and looks up into the eyes of the first scion. There are things that will stop you from your ascension to godhood. 
things that cannot happen to beings of that power. I'm going to pull out a radiant, glistening stone from deep in the pockets of my robes, a gift from the Council of Kinuit. And the magic dampening weakness of this place explodes outward as he shatters it in his hand and activates the uses of the Star of the Night. I look into the eyes of this would-be god, and I know one lie that has been told to them. I know one secret that has been kept for them, and I know one love that they hold true. Oh, this is cool as hell. What the fuck? You got lore bombed. <laughs> Holy shit. I had vulnerability to lore this whole time. Oh, the blood of his one true love dribbles down his chin, a love he bore, but was never returned. For the only thing the Gnostic ever loved was the power and fame of his place at the side of God. But the secret, oh, the secret, is too much to bear. For nothing lies at the heart of the tower. Yes. What? Yes. So does Iavos, like, crumple from the knowledge? <laughs> Do you wish to share this with him in a psychic link? I have that ability. <gasps> oh. I don't share it with him. I put the dream into his mind. He sees it exactly in the truth that I become aware of. Through my eyes. <laughs> I would like you to roll me or give me the average, whichever you prefer, of 1d6 per wizard level you have. Okay. I'll roll it. I, I add d6s pretty quick. Are you trained in the skill reality check god? <laughs> oh, god, yes. <laughs> That's not what he's thinking. <laughs> oh, god, no. Law just turned into Divinathan. <laughs> first one was real hot the rest were pretty mid he takes exactly 50 damage who that damage comes in the form of soul wounds to which he is vulnerable oh it's <laughs> a cool hundred then <laughs> holy shit just slap the divinity right out of his mouth <laughs> his eyes crack as light spills from the wounds he screams a scream that you cannot hear, but can feel in your bones. I'm going to use three points of glory to cast a spell as an additional action. Okay. I'm going to use enhance ability intelligence on myself. Just make yourself smarter. I love it. As I learn the secrets kept from the god, my mind opens to new limitless possibilities. <sighs> then I'm going to lay my hand on the god's chest and say, it's not your fault. And cast dispel on the foresight. Ooh. I spend my turn to biggest brain move with all of my action. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Foresight fails because he cannot look into the future while he is so mired in his past. In my mind, his mind has been rent by everything that has happened to him up until this moment and everything that he believed to be true turning out to be lies. He cannot imagine a future. Anything else? I think I'm good. Uh, 
that's another one of those boy I hope this works scenarios and very happy it played out fun and good <laughs> I, I passed the stick <laughs> well don't do that it's at a nice turn next so if first, I, I don't get to choose who goes next first he will use ashes to ashes he will manifest a random ninth level spell I swear to god if it's foresight <laughs> five sight <laughs> his eyes snap to yours and he whispers a word you cannot understand but you know it means death power word kill yeah that'll do it Iavos your body is old and frail, and his word of death is too powerful. You die instantly. Papa! Iridescent light pours in torrents from Penelope's fingertips, and she casts a ninth-level counterspell. Nellie vaults forward, grabbing onto her father's soul, pulling it free from the gravitational pull of a god, and returns it to his body. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was close. Thank you, my dear. I can't do that again. <laughs> Ever. That makes it Adonai's turn. No. He is furious. And he will not let the man who ruined his dream live. He attacks with Hand of God. Get a better dream, dog. <laughs> An eight plus 16 is a 24. Oh, absolutely. And a second, which is higher, which engages a grapple. Oh, no. Love it. God hug. You take 49 damage, magical bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. He will use his third attack to engage blasphemous hunger. His bite. He is rolling like dog shit. Thank God it's against Diavos. It's a seven plus 16 for 23. Yeah, that beats me by 10. All right. Oh. Is your AC 13? Oh, it mm -hmm. has been for a long time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, fuck, I'm powerless to help you. <laughs> you take 36 soul wound damage. Soul wound. Okay, I need to math this a little differently. Barf. Then. There are only two things he does that do soul wound damage. His spiritual weapon and his bite. As he bites Iavos and inflicts the soul wound damage, I would like to use my reaction to channel divinity and burn it forever. <gasps> Ooh. And rebuke the violent. Ooh. Love it. It and I. Iavos might forgive you. I point a finger. I don't. <laughs> he has to make a wisdom save or take 36 soul damage that he just dealt to Iavos. All right, y'all. So I'm going to be honest with you. I fucked something up pretty bad because I just realized that I had foresight on this guy after it had already been dispelled, which means that of the two attacks I rolled against Iavos, one was a one with an eight pairing. The other one was another one in an eight pairing. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and have this be an automatic failure and he will not use his legendary resistance because that was a fuck up on my part. Of the three hits, one of them at least would have been a critical failure. So, that's my apologies. I hope that makes up for it. You're very generous. But that being soul damage means that is a total of 72 since he is vulnerable to it. And that is a fucking monster hit. Get mm -hmm. absolutely fucked. I am quite happy with that. I feel like that's both fair and worth burning that ability for all time for. Hell yeah. In the context of this fight, 500%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Gaspar makes an attack of opportunity. I'll also channel divinity. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> he was a paladin it's, the whole time. It's called attack of opportunity. Yeah. You carve a channel in this divinity. <laughs> and with bless, that's going to be 25 to hit. That will hit. 
going to get some sneak. I will not be rolling my necrotic damage. Okay. Right? Correct. This thing is... He is immune to... Immune. Cool. He is immune to necrotic damage. Did you dip your dagger in the stream? Does it do soul wound damage? I did. Did it do extra soul damage? That dagger does 1d6. Soul wound damage. Cool. So that is 49 magical piercing. Nice. Very nice. And a six of soul damage. Ooh. Okay, so that's 12. What was the first number again? 49. 49. Uh, It's 61. That is... Let's say he's a lot. He's taking a lot of damage. Taking a lot, taking a lot, taking a lot. (laughs) As you run the dagger along his back, cutting free what few rags remain of his wings and opening up his flesh, the black blood of souls pours free of him in gouts. That was whose turn? That was his turn. turn. He was taking his his turn. turn. Yes. His wings have been severed, removing two of his attacks. Yay! However, he still has... His soul wound weapon. You said that right when I unclenched. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) And he is going to use it to attack Nelly. He does not currently have advantage, so he will just be attacking as normal. Does he have disadvantage from her aura? He does have disadvantage. He does have disadvantage. If it's an attack roll. So it uses his charisma. So that is uh, 8 plus 19. So 20, yeah. 27. That's too high. I agree. That's that's my bad. I should have been clear from the start. It's okay. She got their numbers. Uh, I don't think anyone has ever run a final boss perfectly smoothly. <laughs> nah, give it to me. Excellent. You'll be taking 4d8. And this time, I actually will add his charisma to the damage. <laughs> 10. Another 10. Plus his charisma of 10. So 30 soul wound damage. Oh. I need to make a concentration save. That's going to be DC 15. Ooh. 21. Yay. Yes. Holy Aura is still in effect. We Love need it. that. This has been a roller coaster of clenching and unclenching. <laughs> I'm getting my kegels in. That makes it the end of Adonai's turn. He does not get a legendary action on his own turn. And that brings us to Nelly, who has just been air spanked by a black hole. <laughs> Wait. Do we want to take a legendary action to give Iavis yep. a short rest? I think that's a great idea. I think that is the best idea. I agree. I love it. Correct. I didn't even think of that. Unless he has to roll all of his death saves right now before he can get his short rest. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, The technicalities. Speed run Iavos' death. Get that ace in yards on the phone. I'll just start, I'll start rolling hit dice here. Thankfully, my new max hit die isn't that high, so I don't have that many to roll to get there. Hey. I'll start with wizard dice. With two hit dice left, I'm back at full HP. Yay! Thank you, cartographer legendary actions and friendship (laughs) memories. (laughs) And I believe that makes it Nelly's turn. (laughs) The shadow was a wraith no more, their cracks now filled with gold. Yet souls, though stitched, were rendered still, a wound from portions sold. Gaspar, take a bardic inspiration. Thank you. I love the Kintsugi reference. Seemed appropriate. Golden leaves begin to float up from the floor, suspended by iridescent light. Shards from the broken laurel. As her eyes fix on a god, the golden shrapnel is propelled by her waning divine magic. I cast a six-level magic missile. Very nice. Sick. Not a girl. There's only one problem. Adonai is blessed with a reflective soul. If Adonai is targeted with a line, magic missile, or ranged spell attack, roll a d6. Four. 
Adonai is unaffected, but it is not reflected back at you. I unclench. (laughs) As the shards of the laurel clatter against his flesh, you realize that the divinity from beyond this world is useless in the face of a god such as this. I think at this point in time, we should go ahead and pop our legendary action real quick to surf Iavos over to the Queen's West to hopefully let Hal get some punching and battering in if Adonai decides to move. I mean, I'll accept. While I'm at max health, it's not a lot. (laughs) Agreed. All right. I I guess I blew Skidoo. It is a success. It does not provoke an attack of opportunity. It is nearly instantaneous. The council has convened. I'm slurped. Adonai will use his legendary action, ashes to ashes, gesturing now to the liar. But it's behind Nelly. You can't see it. You can't see it. Disadvantage? Yes, I believe so. Two twenties. Two ones. Oh, no. Even better. That's the opposite. Does he target one of his own magic items then? The spell rebounds and the spiritual weapon is dispelled. Yeah. Ooh. I love that. Yeah, it is right behind Nelly. That is so good. That's one hell of a counter song. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm making body diamonds. Two fucking ones. Well, the odds of Incredible. that are one in 400. That is the Incredible. Like, that is wild. Okay. Ooh. So he completely fucks up his own spell. He is not going to be able to summon it next turn. Mm. And that makes it Wusha's turn. Good thing he's not the god of luck. Wusha has very little to do on his turn because he is still charmed. Jesus. Huge charm. Huge charm. Uh, Wusha is going to... I never would have figured that charm of all things would last so long and hit so hard in this particular fight. I have very little charisma. I'm pretty fucked. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and use my last second wind ever. Wow. And try to catch my breath. (sighs) The penultimate wind. (laughs) The last win. Oh, that's a pretty good one. I'm going to get seven HP back. Wusha breaks the last wind. Appropriate. Defending himself again, taking the dodge action, he is going to look at this god and say, I'm a worm. I'm small and useless. I died so long ago. Why am I here? And moving closer to Hal to bathe a little bit in his aura, maybe restore a little bit of his own confidence. Wusha is going to make a charisma save at the end of his turn. All right, let's go, baby. Okay. Okay. I'm going to spend Bardic Inspiration. Hey. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. Okay. 26. That'll do it. (laughs) My boy is free. (sighs) Finally free of that release. Wusha's turn is over. Beautiful. That makes it cartographer's turn but first dust to dust everybody roll me a wisdom dc 25 saving throw advantage correct mm-hmm. yes no bless no bless no bless fuck me to that bless be gone yep and minus one if you uh, failed this last time wait only if you're oh! proficient right thank god yeah I'm not supposed to roll a d10 for the saving throw right <laughs> correct <laughs> good good, good. I roll a 19 on the die for a total of 25. Beautiful. I get a natural 20 for 25. Ooh. No bless. Wusha gets a sweet dosy do a 22. Ooh. 16. 28 for Iavos. Beautiful. Nelly, 
Wuxia, you both will lose four levels of maximum HP. You also reduce your proficiency bonus by one. <laughs> Just getting nippled and dimed here. Mm-hmm. That makes it the cartographer's turn. He is going to once again draw a line, but this time bisecting him horizontally instead of vertically. And... Oof. Uh, yep, another failure. So he takes 30 instead of 60. Still pretty good. Yep. And that makes it Hal's turn. On Hal's turn, I'm going to take a step forward to engage Adonai toe-to-toe and get Iavos out of my damage aura. <laughs> and I would like to begin wailing. Please do. Yes. <laughs> Recklessly attacking, I make my first attack. 22. That does not hit. Yeah. I rolled 11 on both dice. Yikes. Yeah. Ooh. Second attack. Mm. A natural 20. Oh! Hey! Like, like that. My God. This is going to be so many dice. America's favorite game show. <laughs> Dump that smite. <laughs> yep. <laughs> For the listeners, this critical hit is brought to you by Paladins. I will be dealing three D4. For patrimony's base weapon damage. 1d8 for my improved divine smite. 5d8 for the smite, the divine smite on the spell. 1d8 for spirit shroud. 1d6 soul damage. And 1d10 necrotic by burning one charge on patrimony. Uh, he's immune to necrotic. Uh, not necrotic, sorry. Radiant. It adds a d10 radiant. Beautiful. My bad. For a total of... If I said those all correctly, the total is 7d8, 1d10, 1d6, and 3d4 twice. Whew. So let me roll that gently. Uh, that's another one. <laughs> so that's six. That'll double because he's vulnerable to that. So that'll be another six. And then I'm adding. <laughs> all right. The calculator. <laughs> Let's get the calculator. To the calculator. There are so many steps. It's outrageous, yeah. In total, off of that crit, he takes 126 points of damage. Sweet mother of God. <laughs> I actually rolled exactly 100 on the dice, and then I add 26. God damn. Yeah. 20th level paladin. Smitey knight. Yeah. Uh, he also can't regain hit points till the start of my next turn. If that matters. Nice. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Let me throw those little sprinkles on there. <laughs> As Hal brings Patrimony down, bursting with radiant light, the divine figures around him striking in unison, all sides just bombarding this divine figure, and it lays bleeding and weakened after the force of that blow. Hal says... I'm sorry to bring war into your church. I may never know peace, but you will. Gaspar, he yet lives, but hangs on by a thread. Hmm. Gaspar, witnessing another god falling to its knees, turns once more incorporeal. He will pass through Adonai, leaving the skeptic's dagger behind in its heart. I have been carrying this dagger for a long time, but it was always meant for you. Oh, 
<sighs> it's so much worse than a stab. Let me just tuck that right in here. Nothing personal, God. <laughs> Adonai was at one HP. Oh, God. But for reference, I do crit, so let me roll damage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, Angelo, 126 to beat. That's fine, that's fine. Um, okay, okay, not my greatest. That is 83 points of damage. Oh, holy but anyway, what is fine. Shit. What is fine. We crit and left a dagger in this boy. It's good. That's enough. I think that's enough. Mm. Overkill. Is 83 more than one? Yes. <laughs> As blood spills free, Adonai falls to the ground. His black eyes cracked with gold. Lock on Teavos. Run home, child. The dark gathers. Adonai, the scion of the beginning, is dead. Ah, damn! They did it! They really fucking did it! As the false god of error meets his ultimate fate, the crowds of Zenith and the cosmos at large rejoice. Folks are taken to the streets in celebration. I haven't seen such powerful reaction from the fans since... I'm trying to think of an anecdote, but I can't. I'll have to come back to it. It truly warms my heart to see the fires of hope kindled in the souls of so many. It's finally over. Wow. What? No, it isn't. I mean, sure, we gotta get the SCs home and all, but that's it, they did it! Final boss defeated! Back it up, guys! Job well done! Sarge, this was nothing. A diversion. A side quest to tie up the loose ends of Arrow. Did, did I miss something? I thought Adonai was, like, the Darkwood guy. No, Sarge, he wasn't the Darkwood guy. He was simply an opportunity to do right by the people of that hollow place. A kindness done for kindness' sake. But in the end, which this very much seems to be, the fallow crown has one last trial to face. The accident. I guess they just sort of figured that the big fight would be... it. That once the dust settled and the cuts were stitched, our boys and girls could take a knee and get a good game from the fans. No, Sarge. And something tells me that whatever they find at the heart of the Axis will not be something they can fight. Indeed, something tells me for all their strength, it will be their hearts that must win out. Fuck! Could you be more ominous? God, this guy fucking his... clapped our cheeks. Yes. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Fucking Eric clapped in our cheeks. <laughs> Zach said this fight was unfairly difficult, and and I think it, I think it felt that way at times. The unfairly difficult part was the fact that I just had to sit on my fucking hands. The <laughs> yeah. Whole time. You were charmed. All right. Let me tell you so about charming. some of the shit that I had set aside. <laughs> One. He has an ability called Universal Constant. Mm. Adonai is a fixed point in reality. As such, he cannot be moved, stopped, transformed, interfered <laughs> with, or altered in any way. Any spell or ability that would woo, that would move, teleport, hold, restrain, or in any other way alter Adonai's position or form automatically fails. And on a six on a D six roll, reflects back at the caster. Ah shit! <laughs> mm, boy. Well, 
Good thing I didn't get used my little kelp rope. So we, uh, you're, what exactly. you're saying is we yeah. couldn't have polymorphed him into a chicken. Correct. Okay. However, Aww, chicken god. if he had rolled true polymorph, he would have used it on Iavos to turn him into a toad. <gasps> Literally saying the, the words. Uh, little toad. Run home, little toad. Oh, no. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Terrible. Perfect. So I definitely had a few things in the chamber. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, me too, after this fight. <laughs> I love that I got Power Word Kill, and I'm very glad that you countered that shit, because, yikes. That was my ninth level spell slot. That's so, it's very, very weighty. In retrospect, very good. Very good I didn't use that to attack. I yeah. am slightly disappointed that all of his opportunities to properly kill all of you didn't work, because the next thing he would have done is devoured your soul. Right. Okay, but also, there were a lot of natural ones on your there side. There were a lot of natural It, it was, ones. like, we were chosen. I mean, he zeroed Iavos. If it wasn't for legendary cartographer actions, I'd still be yep. eating pebbles on the church floor. Good Hell thing yeah. he's not the god of luck. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, hmm. he is. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you. Not explicitly. He's got a season two. Kind of. Oh, shit. So, let's hear some favorite moments. Woo. We all choose the fight. We <laughs> all choose the fight. Dang. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna start. Steal. Yeah. There we go. The right. Fucking Knight's Wish shit was so <laughs> goddamn yeah. good. Yeah. Star of the that night. Was juicy. Star Perfect. of the night. Yes. Night Wish is a very interesting band. <laughs> yes. Not what I channeled. <laughs> we almost fought the end of all hope. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that was outstanding. That, that was, was a fucking killer choice. And I had to I had to do what I thought was fair. And I'm like, how much damage does a level nine fireball do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, the tracks. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, fuck it. 20, 20d6 makes sense for that kind of wicked, I'm going to burn a fucking a magic item. I mean, yeah. in my case, 14d6, but I'll take it any day. It was it was such a cool, like, thinking outside of the box fucking mm -hmm. moment. Like, like, setting aside what works mechanically and moving into, like, what, what drives home what we have been faced with over and over and over again. It was fucking excellent well in my mind it's always just been like what things stop someone from becoming a god yeah yeah you know dirk bradley <laughs> that yeah the true gatekeeper to <laughs> divinity i've been waiting for the juiciest time to use that item for like oh yeah i think you we got like it. level three and it marinated it, it fermented it did everything. I guess favorite moment would be the counter spell of power word kill. Like, it, you know, it had to be Ayavos. It had to be Nelly stopping her father from going into that good night. That, <laughs> that all church. That uh, good hey, gym. Angelo, you did it again. I stole it. You motherfucker. Yeah, yeah I had to think about which one you were going to. Yeah. Of course. Our new father over here. Got him. I, mm, God, if I have to narrow it down to one thing, I'm going to jump out of a window, but I, I guess that's what we're doing today. I am going to give it to Hal for the fucking like craziest 11th hour critical hit <laughs> yeah. to fucking to just slash the fuck out of this guy. Wild. That was so wild. intense. I have never been so... Had, had such mixed feelings about rolling a crit. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to put all the juice into this. And then I rolled and I saw the 20. I go, fuck me. That's going to be so many dice <laughs> I have to add together. That's oh my a lot of God. Juice. That's a lot of juice. It, it, it could not have happened at a more like perfect moment. Oh, it was moment. a, it was a it fantastic was so cool. time to roll that so 20. Cool. Yeah. First warrior problems. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the just feeling behind it, the, the, regret afterward was was really good too. I loved I, I loved that. that 
I was one HP shy of killing him with that blow. Too. Yep, <laughs> I was fucking mind blown. It was, you were he was at two seventy three. Yeah, and then you did exactly enough to bring him to three ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I wasn't raging. So I didn't add my rage damage. Mm. I, I never, I never raged, so I could concentrate on the spell. Yep, yep. So which was kind of important. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Shit paid off. Yeah. My favorite moment. I think my favorite moment was. It's a little bit. It's a little bit Zach. It's a little bit me. <laughs> uh, was was the mess up on the attack rolls and Zach just saying, "You guys can bank a natural one that he can roll." And us immediately, immediately <laughs> going, use it now, use it now, use it now, just use it right now. <laughs> so, so, yeah. that, so that he took the natural one on that wisdom save to bite his tongue when he bit Iavos. Yeah. Deal soul damage to himself. <laughs> bite his own fucking tongue off. Yeah. Gosh, sometimes I praise Lady Luck, and I think I'm going to have to do that on this one as well. Uh, for the first time ever, I got to hold a holy aura for an entire fight, which was <laughs> fun. And not just one round, lunch, yeah. which was great oh, because that was so my much. only eighth level spell slot. Mm-hmm. I, after Bless faded, like that's the only thing keeping us up in these like oh, crazy yeah. high save rolls. For sure. I, even though it's not a ninth level spell, I feel like it's the best spell on my sheet. Keeping, that's fair. Keeping you, keeping you up on these high saves save rolls. Sorry, Woosh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I got I to give it up to the the idea of end game mechanics, you know, where every turn it's just like, I make a ninth level spell happen. And also just the cinematic timing of the first one being foresight. Like yeah. that's, yeah. Uh, that was great. Pretty, pretty I, I'd also special. like to, to slip in there and take a second one like I always do. I didn't even finish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the mechanic of permanently losing uses of your abilities. That's fucking cool. Was that's, the coolest fucking thing I've seen in a long time. Going, or just like, you know, this magic item's gone. Or, yeah. you know. Uh, I figure last fight. Yeah, <laughs> no, creating yeah. creating real finality to the things like at that point, instead of there just being like things that happen daily, everything on your sheet is now a resource. Yeah. And I like mm-hmm. that. Yep. A lot. A lot. <sighs> Can I slip a second one in since Dana got Go nuts. So, Go nuts. So many mo's. Eating his lover's head at the beginning was oh, such yeah. a cool oh, yeah. fucking yes. description. Yes, yes, yes. What a, what was, a way to was start the. Fantastic. Th- throw down the gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, yeah. So the whole thing about him being a universal constant and that he literally cannot be moved. The idea that when he grabbed his wrists, he couldn't move. I love He's it. just completely locked in. It's like being cha- like chained to stone. Yeah. He's just completely helpless. And I was just like, the terror in his heart would be so absolute. So uh, for those of you who don't know, whenever I create a boss monster, I try to start with a really, really cool high CR beast. And then I just kind of twist it way beyond what it originally was. Unrecognizable. Who here, raise your hand, who here figured out what this was based on? Me, 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 me. I might have, I'm not sure. This was a terrorist. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I only know that because I used one at Orcs. Yep. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like the the Chad Tui Tarask, though. It's the. No. Yeah. It was like the, 80%. <laughs> it could have been a flail snail. That's, that was the other one I was thinking too. It's got the magic reflecty shell. Yeah. I mean, you go boss fight, you, you go to Tarask. Yeah. 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 I, I like the idea of starting with a CR 30 and going down from What's there. What's actually pretty funny is that when you, you even mentioned it at the start, like before we even fought this thing, it's like, yeah, this is what like, I like to do. I was like, <laughs> why not a Tarask? <laughs> <laughs> I particularly enjoyed some of the things I took away. I took away magic resistance because I felt like on top of everything else, it would just make the spellcasters feel like shit. 
I actually gave him legendary resistance once per round, but he basically never needed to use it. So nice, <laughs> you know, nice, whatever. Nice. Gross. Yeah, he was kind of really, really, really effective, but you know, not maybe not as dangerous as I wanted him to be. I certainly th- I feel like I might have upped his damage a little. But I think on top of all the other stuff that was happening and yeah. the fact that he had a soul wound fucking black hole running around the room. Yeah, I I do wish I had done more with his creative stuff. Mm. Look, I mean, high level combat it isn't a tug of war. Right. It's, it's a sm- it's a little balancing act. Mm-hmm. And as soon as one piece falls, it just that's it. So the whole thing is is tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Ayavos falling would would be the start of the end of us all. So it was right there. We were about to swing yeah. to the other side. Yeah, it's kind of like the the Adrohai fight. That mm-hmm. was a fun one. The only other thing I had in the chamber, which was one of the two things I couldn't decide what to do, was uh, someone playing her ally. Ooh. And I wanted to just call. I, it, how it works is you offer up a gift to a planar creature that you know, and they show up, but they don't have to do anything. Like, if they don't accept the payment, then they just like, no, nope, sorry, and then they vanish. And I, I was going to ask for one round for Ishago, Asago Shigure to lend us a hand just for one that round. That would have been amazing. That would have been dope as hell. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you didn't. It yeah. would have automatically failed. Because he can't come to air. That's the reason. Like they. That's why I said, I don't know either of these. are. They might not work. More specifically, no one can teleport within a certain distance of the axis. Right. Uh, but the whole thing from the beginning was that they couldn't go to air anyway. Yeah. Like there was things bef- beyond just laws keeping them from going to air. Sure. Yeah. Whoo. Y'all, Wild. this was a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also surprisingly coherent. Uh, I think partly because it was the second episode instead of the fourth episode. Mm-hmm. The fact that we hadn't mm-hmm. eaten beforehand definitely helped. But in general, I really appreciate how completely clean and tight this was. There wasn't too much fuck around and it just it just felt really good. I could not be happier about this being the final fight of this chapter. Uh, and the final fight of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, theoretically, you could end on a fight anyway, but I don't think it's going to make sense, and I don't think you're going to want to. We have a duel to rehash. Right. Battle Royale. <laughs> we have a role play final boss fight coming up. <laughs> I am overjoyed by the map that Bree has created. It is gorgeous. Gorgeous beyond words. The, the extreme contrast, the use of color, everything in it is fantastic. I had a really a lot of fun uh, getting these minis together. Uh, the Adonai mini I got off of Etsy, the cartographer, isn't quite what I wanted him to be, but it was the only thing I could find with a compass in his hand. And I, I was love like, him. he looks great. Got it. He looks like he's been on the road for fucking ever. <laughs> yeah. I deliberately chose not to have the cartographer use a lot of, not to have a real turn. Uh, basically, he had one attack that he could do. And other than that, he could move because I wanted you guys to be the center of the show. I, I like I him it. giving us legendary actions. That's a really cool way of making the mini important and not giving it actual like direct things to do. I think I might incorporate that into season three. I like the idea that when you have an ally, they give you bonus things that you can do in between turns. Yep. That you, you know, just little little side. Bits. I like that Very as cool. a mechanic for a non-player character uh, yeah. ally. Speaking of Bree and the map, we haven't done it on air, but I want to say congratulations, Zach and Bree. <sighs> On matrimony. Yes, indeed. Yeah. We mentioned I, it in the live game, but... <laughs> I am now officially Zachary Golden. Yay! Yeah. He's our golden boy. I, will, I won't <laughs> hold it against you if you call me Barkus. If you've called me Barkus as, as, since we've known each other, that's fine. Uh, I might still call myself Zachary Barkus, but on the papers, on the books, my name is Zachary Golden. Fuck yeah. We had an amazing time. I want to thank all the uh, RCCC show em ups uh, everybody who came and, and made it such an ex- incredibly good experience. Uh, I want to thank... Oh, Oh, I just wanted to say, we had a couple of cosplays. Oh, so fucking cool. It was so cool. We arrived. We had a fantastic Yavos and a yellow sheet, which I was not expecting. (laughs) 
wild stuff. Truly yeah. the two Always iconic secretly characters. Dreaming. <laughs> right, right. I, I would argue the mascots of season two. Yeah. <laughs> the old man and the piss sheet. <laughs> the old man and the pee. <laughs> <laughs> Again, thank you so much, Hedegar the Editor, for editing this episode. It's another long one, just like the, uh, the Lich fight, but God damn it, I think it was worth it. You know... The next episode is the last episode. I'm going to let you know right now, this could be a short one. We don't know. Uh, this is all going to come down to how we decide to play it and how we decide to feel it out. And I've, I've had this plan for a long time and I am very excited to have it off my chest and off my back. And I'm very excited to see how you feel about it. But until next time and the last time, we wish you luck. <laughs>